You know, a lot of people laughed when the AI surge started happening because it was, you know, the parlor tricks were only threatening the jobs of creative people. But now the AI robots have infiltrated America's most popular sporting events, taking up precious stadium seats and presumably rambling off an endless assortment of player stats, making you seem a hell of a lot less cool in comparison. Uh, and we're just going to stop right there because yes, there were robots in attendance at a recent NFL opening week game. And at first glance, the photos, they do seem surreal, but this is nothing more than a marketing ploy for a movie that we refuse to mention because there is still a strike going on. Yeah. Wouldn't Despite wanna... what Drew Barrymore thinks, there is a strike happening. Sorry, Drew. I ain't no scab. Mm -hmm. So let's just get it out of the way real quick. These were not robots and they are not powered by artificial intelligence. They are human beings in suits and makeup and prosthetics who are acting like robots. They're wearing robot face. Yes. And everyone's milking the shit out of it as though somehow the field of robotics has somehow advanced by leaps and bounds in the past few months. And the first thing a robotics company with lifelike machines decided to do was set them loose at a large sporting event. Here we go, a real good test case for our robots that could, in theory, rip someone limb from limb. Come on, think, use your brain. Yeah. It's obviously frustrating to see dozens of variations on headlines like AI-powered robots attend football game despite nothing in those headlines being true. Especially when it's clearly people dressed as robots. Those are people dressed as robots! Though it's nowhere near the same level as, uh... Remember that time Elon Musk introduced the Tesla bot? But it wasn't a Tesla bot, it was a man in a morph suit yeah. who did some techno dancing. Yeah, at least this was slightly, slightly more uh, advanced in the sense that yeah. they used actual makeup and prosthetics to make them appear as though they had some components that right. were electronic. I haven't heard about that Elon bot in a while, too. Oh, he didn't solve all that? And that's not like a daily yeah, uh, helper the, bot now? The last time we looked at it, it was uh, not great. It was no. uh, really, really not living up to the promises. Also, we'll get to it on Tech News Day, but uh, Elon is not having fun with this biography. This this biography coming out is uh, turning out to be a lot less fun than Elon has had presumed. Uh, yeah, it's, it's too bad. Including the information about a third child with Grimes that... The name is so A third Elon and Grimes child has been born. Uh, we'll get to that meme, too. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What's the kid's name? Like, Technus and... Uh, Technus... Te oh, yeah. It, uh, it's something it's very some, It's some fucking bullshit is what it is. Uh, and the sad bullshit. part of that is that uh, Grimes, in a now-deleted tweet, was like, please let me see my children. You dumb bitch. What did you think was going to happen? Uh, so, yes. Um, look, getting back to the robots at the stadium. Uh, robots. Yes, the, the coverage of this is mainly due to the fact that all the visual references to these robots, they're just still images. So you can kind of get some uncanny valley mm -hmm. from it. Like, yes, they are sitting still. This could be, I guess, a robot or something of that nature. But yes, there are videos of the robots interacting with spectators and walking around the stadium, those videos do exist and they're also on social media. And they clearly demonstrate that they are humans dressed up. Uh, the media uh, outlets that I checked on this did not include the videos because that would ruin the whole article. But uh, the fact that robots attended this game in particular is funny for a few reasons. Now, first of all, there's, of course, the insinuation that the game is so sparsely attended that the NFL is using robots as elaborate seat fillers. But also the fact that the Chargers in particular <laughs> already have a beastly humanoid freak to entertain the crowd. And that freak's name 
is none other than Boltman. We love Boltman so much. We love Boltman on this show, Get folks. rid of these robots. We, give me Boltman. These robots are taking away jobs that are clearly designed for Boltman. Yeah. No robot will ever be able to rock that visage, <laughs> that, that rictus grin. That Boltman, only only Boltman can yeah. Why can would accomplish. when Boltman exists? Why would you make robots that look like humans when you could make them look like Boltman? Yeah, Man. bullshit. Oh, speaking of football, Aaron Rodgers got injured on the opening drive of his first game with the New York Jets, and something something Jets bad 9/11 New York. There's a million jokes about all of this on social media, so there's no point in us trying to figure out yet another version of the same thing. Yeah, but, injured, uh, injured just right away, and uh, rumors that he may have shit himself. Oh, did he poop himself? Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't know. Might just be rumors. You, That's you don't just know that old age incontinence. It all happens. It happens to all of us, doesn't it, folks? He's not even... He's like 39? I mean, I, yeah, it's old for sports, but he yeah. has the face of a 55-year-old man. He is... He's got an interesting... Uh, something's going on there. He needs to call up Brian Johnson. He'll yeah. be looking younger and shooting his piss at a rate you haven't seen before. Brian will find him the best blood boy. <laughs> yes. Aaron Rodgers has a blood boy that he carries with him to every yeah. game. Get Aaron a blood boy. Yeah. Uh, also, and yeah, we will get to 9-11, never forget, which is, you know, when we filmed this episode. It'll, get, it'll go up on 9-12, but we filmed yeah. on 9-11. We're, we're, we're withholding the episode out of respect. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. And not because we filmed late in the evening. Uh-huh. But uh, we'll talk about that later, because first we have to talk about another right-wing freak, uh, the Boltman of pillows. Mike Lindell is back in the news because videos and transcripts of his depositions relating to the Dominion voting systems lawsuit were made public in the last few days. And there's a bunch of weird old conspiracy crank bullshit in there, but also a clip that just really cuts to the core, a crack in the armor that shows off the real Mike Lindell before Donald Trump infected him with brain worms. The videos show a pillow salesman who loves his damn pillows so much that he won't let anyone besmirch their name, not even in a professional legal setting. You keep my pillow's name out of your mouth. That's right. <laughs> you can call him a crank for his conspiracy theories. You can mock him for wasting millions of his own money on a wild goose chase for a man who does not care about him. Mm -hmm. uh, you can accuse him of defamation and sue him for a billion dollars because of it. But don't you dare talk shit about Mike's pillows. No. Okay, and I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, no, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on, okay? That when you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole Mike is what you are. Mike, no, sorry. he's an asshole. No, he's an ambulance-chasing asshole. That's what you are. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. Put that in your book. What I'm saying Obviously, is... you don't have a my pillow too. You don't, do you? What I'm saying is, Mr. Lindell... Asshole. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm pissed. Honestly, incredible. Exactly. I don't think I've ever seen him curse, because, like, he, you know, he's... Well, he's a devout Christian. He, he tries to keep it clean and family-friendly, but not in this case. No, the gloves were off. Yeah, you've made The pillowcase is off. You've made fun of his family. He considered those pillows family. I mean, yeah, it's... He took that very personally. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> we need a new meme. <laughs> the Michael Jordan meme is old. Bring in Mike Lindell. He took that very personally. I, I like how it's like, it seems like he's starting... Lumpy pillows, get fucked! Seems like he's kind of starting to calm down, like he got out of his system. Then he like comes right back. Yeah, like, he later got on. angry again. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he remembered it and got angry. Bob, I'm still upset about that. <laughs> Fucking dick. You know how much time and effort I put into these pillows? They're not lumpy. 
No one's ever returned a pillow for being lumpy. Say what you want about me trying to overturn the results of an American election. <laughs> but you leave my pillows out of this. But yeah, it, it is exactly what we pictured when we thought of how a deposition with Mike Lindell yeah, would go. pretty much. Uh, with more on these newly released tapes and transcripts, here's CNBC. Prominent Donald Trump supporter and MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell repeatedly lost his temper, left the room, and swore at opposing counsel during a series of depositions earlier this year, according to newly released videos and transcripts. The extraordinary interviews were conducted as part of a defamation lawsuit brought by Dr. Eric Coomer. Coomer! <laughs> <laughs> Paging Dr. Coomer. Uh, Dr. Coomer, former director of product strategy and security at Dominion Voting Systems, who has accused Lindell of repeatedly defaming him in public and online following Trump's loss in the 2020 presidential race. The videos and transcripts only came to light because attorneys for Coomer said they have, tr <laughs> said they have tried to depose Lindell three times. And each time he was, quote, vulgar, threatening, loud disrespectful to Dr. Coomer's counsel and the court, evasive and largely non-responsive to questioning, they wrote this month. Coomer's original... <laughs> Coomer's... <laughs> he's going to sue us. Now. I don't know why it's so much funnier that he's a Dr. Coomer. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it was just Coomer, it's whatever. But, like, Dr. Coomer, I'm like, a doctor of urology, I assume. <laughs> what? A doctor of voting machines? No, that's not right. Uh, not to make another Brian Johnson reference, but he needs to get Dr. Coomer on the phone <laughs> to get that thing fixed. And Dr. Gooner. <laughs> All right, we shouldn't be having this much fun on the 9-11 episode, Elliot. Never forget. Coomer's... <laughs> Coomer's original suit claims that Lindell accused him of being a traitor to the United States based on a false conspiracy theory that the former Dominion employee was involved with rigging votes in the 2020 election. Lindell has claimed, without evidence, that Dr. Coomer... <laughs> that Dr. Coomer committed treason and that he should turn himself into the authorities, the original lawsuit alleged. Lindell and his attorneys have denied the claims. Lindell's... <laughs> Dr. Coomer sounds like the <laughs> the name brand of like a, a type of like a hand moisturizer. <laughs> Dr. Coomer. Dr. Coomer's. It won't burn your pee hole. Yeah. I'm not just it's a like, doctor. I'm a Coomer it's myself. It's like that hand lotion that like fishermen use. Like, this is prescription strength. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Whew. Lindell's most recent deposition in August, quote, ended after Mr. Lindell left the witness chair during an unscheduled break while, again, disparaging counsel, Coomer's lawyers wrote. The attorneys have requested that the court order Lindell to come to Denver to be deposed a fourth time. So you're telling me there's going to be more? Uh, apparently, and apparently there's going to be more because the first three have yielded uh, no results. Just him berating... All these lawyers. Deposition footage is, uh, is it's great stuff. We don't see it enough. Uh, He's an ambulance chaser. People forget now. Deposition footage is like what took down Bill Gates originally. Mm -hmm. People thought it was like, oh, it's Bill Gates. He's just a big old dork, lovable dork. And then the the deposition, the tape depositions from the Microsoft antitrust in like 1999. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, this guy's a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was when he jumped over that chair. I was like, this guy's too powerful. Yeah. Can't yeah, trust him. We need to take this guy down. Yeah. So Insider goes further into the deposition in their reporting, adding that throughout the depositions, the MyPillow CEO called Coomer and his lawyer criminals. 
disgusting slime and evil and rambled so much that the court reporter transcribing one deposition refused to show up the next day. <laughs> My fingers hurt. <laughs> I can't keep up with this guy. During the final deposition on August 23rd, Lindell left the room in the middle of questioning to call into Steve Bannon's War Room <laughs> podcast where he hawked his company's pillows, sandals, and dog blankets. I don't know about the sandals and the dog blankets. Well, Steve, I'm in the middle of a deposition for a big attack on my pillow right now, and it's disgusting. Lindell told Bannon during the episode before telling listeners they could get a discount on pillows with the promo code WARROOM, <laughs> all one word, for the company's 20th anniversary sale. Dr. Coomer's counsel fi- oh, <laughs> is that him talking? Oh, Dr. Coomer's counsel finally suspended the deposition when Mr. Lindell again stood up and walked out of the room to take a call, shouting that Dr. Coomer's counsel was a, a jerk as he left. <laughs> Coomer's lawyers wrote, the video record of these events is provided herein and is demonstrably worse than any attempt to describe the conduct. <laughs> Actually, the video is worse. <laughs> Amazing. First, a show titled Dr. Coomer's Counsel would do numbers for reasons that have nothing to do with this lawsuit. Uh, secondly, let's, let's just watch a few more clips. Here you go. Why did you call me an ambulance chaser? What? Why did you call me an ambulance chaser? Because you are. This is a frivolous case. And if you're representing this guy and you've read this case, you are a disgusting lawyer, period. There's my, that's my, that's my right to say. You want to sue me too, Mr. Ambulance Chaser? Are you working on contingency or consignment with the guy? What are you, no, I can't believe anybody would take this. This is absolutely disgusting. It's a disgrace to our country. It's a disgrace to you. Anything else? No, that's it. You asked me the question, I answered it. All right. Rotten, horrible lawyers like you and the media saying, oh, Mike Lindell's trying to save this country just to make money. I have lost everything I've had so far. You got it? Yeah, using you know the company, my pillow, to, to make that statement, right? Uh, after the lawsuit, Mr. Twister, after I was sued, everything in here in your little lawsuit, other than that one little paragraph, everything we I said came after to, he sued me, we don't after need to, Coomer served his papers. We don't need to replow that, okay? I've heard you say that. Well, then I'm just telling you. So that's what, you know, using my pillow. After. It's kind of a sad day for you, isn't it, to see how bad my pillow's sitting and you're trying to make it look like, like this was a, some grand thing to make money. It's just sad. It really is. It's sad. This is probably the most frivolous lawsuit in the history of the United States, and I mean that. I'm, it's shameful that judge did not dismiss this last summer when she when it was brought up for dismissal. Shameful. You through? I want the full unedited clips because I don't know where people are getting these. I tried to trace back like a full length thing, which would be hours long, I presume. Yeah. But uh, the clips that are already coming out are great. They should live stream the next one. Yeah, I don't know because the court documents they all go into uh, online databases that mm -hmm. are kind of expensive to have, but then people usually take those and put it on like Scribd or some other open source thing. I don't know With where the, the videos, videos this go. This is gigs of footage. Yeah, so. where where is this stored? I don't know. Now it's uh, stored on X, the everything app, right next to my banking information yeah. and uh, you know everything else that X does. All those things that it does when you get on the X app. I'll tell you what X doesn't do. Another tangent. They removed the quote button on the tweets. So you can't uh, see the quote tweets. You have to go, click on the option in the top right corner, go to, uh, it's like tweet, 
uh, or whatever they call it, uh, uh, analytics, and then you can see them in there. Oh well, I I you can't you can't view quote tweets anymore. I directly I after my app switched to X, I should have done it sooner, but I turned off all updates, so I don't oh I don't have that anymore. Cool. I'm going to, eventually it's just going to stop working and I may have to, that's that. That's when I reach the impasse of like, all right, well, do I keep, do I keep doing this? But for now, we'll uh, everything is exactly as it was about like six weeks ago. You're living in the Wayback Machine yeah. and it's wonderful. Anyway, also over the weekend, both Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump attended the Iowa versus Iowa State college football game. And both of them had their photo ops ruined by fans in the crowd giving them the middle finger and booing them. Mm -hmm. You'll love to see it, yeah. especially in Iowa. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to insinuate that it was all boos and middle fingers because there were, of course, plenty of chuds in the crowd who were happy to see them. But as far as appearances in traditionally conservative states and settings, it was pretty heartwarming to see so much hate spewed their way. And, and also from, like, people who are, like, visually very Republican-coded people. Yes. Like, uh... Yeah. I mean, college football game, yeah. uh, boomer age. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like... Like, yeah, I'm seeing people flipping off Donald Trump who definitely have a selfie of themselves in their truck as their social media profile. Yeah. So that, that was cool. Yeah. But, yeah... You know, the, the pictures are they're hilarious. There's a video clip of Trump waving to the crowd while being drowned out by booze that's... Also pretty incredible. Here you go. He also, I don't know if this was just like, a split second thing, but it looked like he was flipping off the crowd too at one point. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the the it, a bunch of Republicans were claiming that the images were doctored, but they just don't know how, like, focal length works on cameras. Yeah. Because it's like, there's a side angle of it, and it's like, okay, this isn't doctored. You can see the guy clearly doing They're just shooting it so it's he, it looks like he's in front of the president, but he's a few Yeah, they're, they're, like, a mile away shooting in, like, the world's biggest lens. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we do have more news for you in just a second. Uh, paging Dr. Coomer. We need some more updates on that lawsuit. But... First, let's take a moment. Imagine being in the hospital and hearing that. Oh, God, my doctor is named Dr. Coomer? It depends what it, what you're in for. I guess so. <laughs> but first, let's take a moment to thank today's sponsors, starting with Bespoke Post. No matter where your adventures take you this fall, Bespoke Post has a box of awesome to make it just that. More awesome! The box of awesome is filled with carefully chosen gear from the best small brands around the world. And in this month's box, we got a wide variety of hot sauces to choose from. Mm. Put those on anything of varying degree, depending on how check, spicy you check like those it. scovels. As well as some accessories that will boost the hell out of our coffee-making abilities, which is something that I've been trying to perfect recently. So yeah. the items they sent, big help. Uh, from camping gear essentials to autumn cocktail upgrades and cozy threads, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued at around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each Box of Awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your Box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. 
It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code ITDAILY at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code ITDAILY for 20% off your first box. boxofawesome.com, code ITDAILY. This episode is also sponsored by Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, your utility bills and favorite streaming services, inflation is everywhere. Oh, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And uh, like I said before, uh, I switched out SIMs and had absolutely no noticeable difference between the service and my traditional service. Uh, works as advertised. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash todaydaily. That is mintmobile.com slash todaydaily. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash todaydaily. All right, back into the news now. And again, we filmed this on 9/11. Never, Never forget. forget. So it was it was a bit hard to sift through the complete onslaught of memes about what was objectively one of the darkest days in American history and both of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coming out of just a very formative time uh-huh. where it is just seared into my memory. Just a core memory of being <laughs> uh, I was a senior, I think, in high school. So, so like, all we- right. Uh, gonna just watch thousands of people lose their lives on the TV and, in the middle of the school day. Uh, like I've said before, not to go down memory lane once again, because we, we've done this before with 9-11, but uh, I was sitting just, I don't know, a half mile away from George Bush when he got whispered into his ear, which is now, uh, for no other reason, the biggest meme in the world. Yeah, that does make it more real. But yeah. yeah, there were plenty of gems out there worth mentioning, like the fact that companies and brands still, for some reason, to this day, have not learned that they probably shouldn't use 9-11 as a way to market their products, no matter how benign they think the campaign is. Just, probably leave, just leave it alone. Safe to just not do Labor it. Day was like a week ago. Yeah. A, you know, All the mattress sales are done after on Labor Day. You don't need to do a 9-11 sale. Yeah, so yeah, the most famous and hilarious case of this... It, w- it was probably the small mattress store that did a 9-11 sale where they also... Uh, they, they fell into two mattresses that I guess were meant to mimic the twin towers. It was wild. There was a there was one. And that, they like instantly went out of business. They're just like, yeah, all right, we're shut down. There was I remember one of the uh, first big like advertising hoaxes that I remember seeing on Twitter was the uh, fly into savings, and it was the two subway sandwiches for ten dollars or whatever. And it was it was it was like their 9/11 promotion, but yeah. like that made it quite a ways without different times back mm-hmm, then. But yeah. uh, that did make it uh, to where everyone was really mad at Subway. Um, uh, fortunately or unfortunately for them, much darker things were in store for Subway uh, after that fake ad campaign. Yeah, they didn't know what was just around the corner. They didn't know. There's, hey, they had their own 9/11. Hey Subway, there's a reason why most mascots are not real living people. Mm-hmm. They're 
fictional characters that you can control the image of. Yes. They're not they're not off doing things on their own when they're not in your commercials. But we're not here to talk about Subway's 9-11. We're here to talk about America's 9-11. So yeah, this year is example of uh, poorly... Uh, Poorly Not conceived. even poorly timed, yeah, poorly Just conceived. Just an idea that should have remained on the drawing board uh, came from uh, sports betting service DraftKings, who decided it would be very cool to introduce the never forget parlay bet on 9-11. Okay, um, here's the Associated Press. Sports betting company DraftKings apologized Monday after, <laughs> We're sorry. after using the September 11th, 2001 terror attacks to entice people to bet on baseball and football games on the anniversary of the tragedy that killed nearly 3,000 people. The Boston-based company offered users a 9-11-themed promotion that required three New York-based teams, the Yankees, Mets, and Jets, to win their games Monday, the 22nd anniversary of the attacks on the World Trade Center and Pentagon, and the downing of a passenger jet in a field in Pennsylvania. Are there no Washington teams playing tonight? Because that's uh, a little fucked up. No, the uh, Commanders, I think they're called now, played yesterday. Oh. It was the Washington football team. But I was thinking about this yesterday, not to pull away from this. I was thinking about this yesterday because there was such a... Uh, it, it was such an issue... Uh, with NFL fans that they were getting rid of the name the Redskins and with just a few years yeah, between no one fucking cares yeah but no one cares but also just that was so, like relatively recent that this change happened and it is kind of absurd to look back at that recent of history and be like yeah there was a football team called the fucking Redskins yeah. and their mascot was uh, a Native American and and really up until that change and and afterwards the the most diehard fans were like what like while wearing just yeah. like <laughs> red face makeup and uh yeah it was yeah it's ridiculous we but we still we still have the cleveland the, indians are the guardians now oh okay and their logo is cool as hell yeah the that that one was wild do we have the i mean i guess the the braves is that's kind of fine whatever it's not a it's not a caricature they had their moment when they won the world series that people did try to cancel them for that and i think if they just stay out of the headlines you know yeah, theirs is so generic. The the that... thing with Cleveland's was the, the yeah, character was like, insane. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, no, they're the Commanders now, uh, and I think they lost. They're so Guardians. Guardians is the uh, baseball team that used to be the Indians. Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, back to the story. After an outcry on social media from people offended by the promotion titled "Never Forget," DraftKings <laughs> took it down and apologized. I'll never forget to gamble. Quote, <laughs> we sincerely apologize for the featured parlay that was shared briefly in commemoration of 9-11, the company wrote. We respect the significance of this day for our country and especially for the families of those who were directly affected. And while we're on the topic, we should point out that as we age, we do occasionally lose touch with the reality that younger generations are living with, no matter how online we are. There are a few things this year in particular that made us realize just how old we are. First was, it had to be, for me especially, the Titan submarine. And the complete disconnect that much younger people had with the realities of the wreckage of the Titanic. And then I just realized that the reason millennials were overly educated on the subject was almost entirely because of the movie increasing the fascination of the subject. Yeah. It came, again, at a formidable time where it, there was a Titanic craze in America yeah, before... Yeah. And during and after that movie. You couldn't avoid it. It was, uh, it was the hottest thing. Uh, it was 100 years earlier, but 
Yeah, it, not even 100 years there earlier. Was, it wasn't even like coming out on an well, anniversary. There, there was the movie, and then uh, in like 1985, uh, the discovery when of they the found it, like that was a big fucking deal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was all a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Both those things were a long time ago. So now, though, it's the reality that kids in school right now, uh, all the way through high school and some college kids even, have no uh, actual physical reference yeah. to what happened on 9-11 outside of learning about it, it in 22 history. 22 years ago. Yeah, which isn't a shocking re uh, revelation in and of itself. But what is shocking is that most references to the attacks uh, outside of a classroom are through jokes and memes. That's how we cope. It is. But we might have done damage <laughs> in retrospect. I mean, uh, yeah. See, there, there were a couple posts in particular that stood out, and we wished that we had saved them, but there, there's enough random interactions out there that paint the same picture. One was a teacher who was weirded out by the fact that kids kept laughing during her lesson about 9-11 because every photo that was shown had, by this point, been memed so hard that it lost its connection to the actual events. Uh, millennials that are dedicated to mocking the tragedy as a coping mechanism in the years after 9-11 seem to have started an aberration in history where 9-11 is seen as funny because everyone was just always making fun of it since these kids were born. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, a great example of this is the fact that a bunch of people apparently just, they just found out that the image of someone whispering into George W. Bush's ear is actually, that's him finding out about 9-11 for the first time. Yeah, he found out that America was under attack with yes. that whisper. He was <laughs> yes. in a classroom full of children reading children's books yeah, to them. Yeah, it was, uh, that, and, and hence the, the look on his face is about how you would expect to react to that kind of news. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just kind of a wild realization, but um, enough of that. Neither of us really care what kids think about 9-11, especially considering that, you know, we entered a horrific war with the wrong country over it, and the mayor of the city where most of 9-11 happened turned out to be a weird, creepy little goblin man who leaks oil from his scalp. It's just bad. It's a, it's a real hinge point of history, and honestly, pretty much nothing to come out of it is good. It, it just no, made it was everything worse. Yes. Uh, if you actually, I will say uh, in, a, in a real way, if for some reason you want to be able to fully realize what happened that day, you, you really should go visit Ground Zero in New York City because it is a overwhelming situation. It's overwhelming for us because we remember it happening. I was there and I, I've i never felt more boomer Karen. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was seeing fucking children like just running around uh, at the fucking 9-11 memorial got me just like very upset. There was a new entry. Because it doesn't the, mean anything to them. I know. There was a new entry into the posting Hall of Fame on this 9-11, though, with the guy that was like, oh, you've been misgendered? Well, I lived through 9-11. Oh, it's like, wow. No, this, this guy's, like, gatekeeping 9-11 yeah. uh, because Buddy, he was we were in, all like, there. middle school or something and saw it on TV. Yeah, when I first started reading it, I was like, oh, like, was he, like, at grounds? No, he just saw it on fucking TV. Like, yeah. everyone else did. Shut up. Uh, also, plenty of like trans people were also around at that time. Yeah. So, just shut the fuck up. But so yeah, enough 9/11. Uh, yeah, we also had the Ted Cruz porn Rooney. Oh, that was a good one. Never forget that either. Yeah. But let's just look at some incredible moments related to 9/11 that are so perfectly American. Uh, thanks mainly to the crazy ass moments in American politics, politics uh, Twitter account. It's a good yeah. account. Yeah. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. 
And we're at Lowe's Motor Speedway, Charlotte, where the UAW GM Quality 500 is about to get underway. Over 100,000 fans are here, and they've just been told of America's military actions getting underway against the Taliban and those in Afghanistan who are harboring terrorists. Let me get to Washington right now. The refusal of France to support the U.S. and Iraq triggering a symbolic protest. Uh, instead of offering French fries, some restaurants across the country now calling them freedom fries. That message also being heard in Washington, now being served in congressional cafeterias. Freedom fries, and instead of French toast, you can get freedom toast. I'm getting European fries today. Not French fries? Oh, no, no, no. We ran across this story coming from, to us from Beaufort, North Carolina, where a uh, certain restaurant there is now saying they're not going to be serving any more French fries. That's what we're hearing, and uh, Neil Rowland, is, uh, he's the operator of this restaurant, it's Cubby's. We opened up our menu and the word French just took us and grabbed us. So all of a sudden we decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to change our French fries to Freedom Fries. I, I really believe that the pagans and the abortionists and the feminists and the gays and the lesbians who are actively trying to make that an alternative lifestyle, the ACLU, People for the American Way, all of them who tried to secularize America, I point the thing in their face and say, you helped this happen. All right, and to round out today's episode, we always got to make sure that we hit all the bases, and that's why we have some animal news for you. All right. Are they at war? Uh, almost. This one, uh, tragedy was narrowly avoided. Okay, yeah. This one's just animal adjacent. If people weren't so in love with animals, people who love the animals, this guy might not have been saved. Okay. It's a happy ending to a story that could have ended in tragedy, and I think we've dealt with enough tragedy today. So here you go. A hiker was in distress inside of a national park in Alaska and was only able to be rescued when he happened to find a remote webcam that was used by people online to watch bears. Tight. Get out of the way, guy. I'm trying to see some bears. That's not a bear. That's a man. I see those all the time. Here's CNN. A hiker struggling in brutal weather in an Alaskan national park was rescued after being spotted asking for help on a webcam used to livestream bears, explore.org said in a news release. The sighting of the hiker on Dumpling Mountain in <laughs> Katmai National Park and Preserve was reported last week by users of the philanthropic group's website who were watching video from the wildlife camera. They notified site moderators after a person looked into the camera lens and gave a thumbs down signal. <laughs> I'm having a bad time out here on the trail. Boom! <laughs> At first I was like, wow, that guy's a real asshole. I would give anything to be in a national park in Alaska right now. That's the worst review I've ever seen. But no. A few minutes later, the person returned to the camera and audibly asked for help, the news release said. Uh, continues, the organization staff alerted park rangers who sent out a search and rescue team, the National Park Service said in a news release. The hiker was caught in windy and rainy conditions with poor visibility, the park service said. Park rangers found the hiker a few hours later, unharmed, and brought the hiker back to safety, according to the news release. Explore.org, which manages a live nature cam network and documentary film channel, said the man remained at the webcam site until park rangers arrived to offer him assistance. Bear cam saves a hiker's life, the organization said in a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, adding the rescue was made possible by dedicated bear cam fans and heroic rangers. So there you go. An but, uplifting story to end 9-11 on. But that also means, I mean, I, it's Alaska, so it kind of all is, but if he was, he was in a bear area. Mm -hmm. So they, there was a possibility. He could have been mauled on He could have been killed on camera he, yeah. by a fucking Kodiak bear, which... Limb from limb. Grizzly Man. Best documentary about nature 
yeah, ever I'm, made. Werner Herzog. Uh, it's incredible, but they <laughs> didn't they they like. The, the legitimacy of like some of the audio is called into question. It, the audio has never been released. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there you go. But it's a yeah. fascinating movie nonetheless. The the where Herzog listened to it, he's like, you, in the documentary, he's like, you can never release this. <laughs> you need to destroy this. If Werner Herzog said that, I believe. Yeah. It. <laughs> Pretty hardcore dude, and he's just like, nope, this is fucked up. Get rid yeah. of it. Uh, anyways, that's it for uh, today's episode. We'll be back with more tech news uh, and stuff like that coming up for you. But in the meantime, make sure you like the video. Click the like button. You don't have to like the content of the video. Just uh, you like the channel and the way we deliver yeah, it. And it doesn't else. mean you approve of what happened Al- on 9/11. What Al-Qaeda did on 9-11 no. by liking the video. No. Uh, liking the video helps us out, not the terrorists. That's right. Uh, also, subscribe to the channel if you're not already. We just hit 260 Oh, wow. It's like when you stop paying attention to the number, it just goes up. Yeah. We got to not look at it anymore. Quantum subscribers. Uh, And if you missed it, somehow we have new episodes over here. We have a weekly weird news and a news dump for you. Check both of those out. Like the video and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.